the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Military of Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. And on the rock, a kingdom of love, together we walk by faith, with power and grace, forever your word will reign, we are reigning in life through faith, we are Welcome reigning in life through faith family to another exciting broadcast. I am Dr. Renee Mills. And I'm Pastor Jerome Mills. You know, we here at Agape Embassy Ministries were so blessed to have Dr. Mills as our shepherd, and he has truly been missed. But the strong foundation through the Word of God he has laid here at the embassy and in the lives of those of you who tune into the broadcast is evident. So listen, you guys, we know where he is and we rejoice. And we also continue to be obedient to the plan and the purpose that God has for Agape. We just wanted to stop and say thank you for your continued support of this awesome radio broadcast. I am so godly proud of my son who has accepted the mantle and God is truly using him. Thanks, Mom. So if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, Come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon. Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled Spiritual Authority, Gifts. Okay, we've been talking about uh, the gifts in the body of Christ and the body of Christ as a whole, everyone has gifts. Is that right? I want to look at a couple of things. We, went, we, we Sometimes we read, and then we, well, because we're trying to get one point, we read over some other things that we need to look at as well. I want to go back to second, I mean, 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. I want to pick up on a couple of things in here because I believe that, uh, that this, in this day and time, because of all the schisms and divisions um, that are in the world, it's, it's, it's creeping over into the church. Not that it has not been in the church, but it's creeping in the church at a greater degree than it has ever before, I believe. And, um, I, you know, the church is being, is being, um, is, is being, um, how can I say this? Being used by the adversary to discredit God. 
And when I say church, I mean the church is who we are. Yeah. We're not talking about church building. We're not talking about a building where the church uh, resides in. We're talking about, talking about people. We don't know who we are. And um, it's, 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 it's a tragic thing um, for what's going on. Uh, the word of God tells us that in the last days, those who are true believers, you'll be able to tell and there will be a clear distinction between, uh, between them. Are you with me? Um, there, there are people in the church who don't believe the word. They, they, they just don't believe the word. And so I, you know, I don't want that to happen here. I don't, I don't want it to be among us that we are, we, we come in and we put on a facade. Uh, we act like we love the Lord, but we don't even know him. Um, because we've allowed the things in the world to creep in and divide us. I don't care what's going on in the world. It should not affect who we are. We are, according to the word of God, we're in this world, but we are not of this world. And we, too many Christians have made themselves of this world instead of just being in this world. Are y'all with me? You have to decide what you're going to be. Are you going to be of the world or are you just going to be in the world and you're going to be of God? You've got to make that decision of who you're going to be. I would hate for you to think that you're going to get before God and you're going to be all right. And he says, I never knew you. And you say, I've done this in your name and I've done that in your name. And he says, I, I never knew you. Now, Jesus himself said that that would be what happened. This ain't me talking. This was what Jesus said. Jesus said, there will be those who will come before me and said, I've done this in your name. I've done that in your name. And he says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So we got to decide, we got to decide who we going to be. Uh, in spite of how the world see you or what the world may say about you. Now, what I'm talking about here is the reason that, the, that we cannot be, come together in unity is because we are allow, allowing schisms in the church. And we're allowing what's happening in the world to now to become a part of our makeup. We've been going over this, what the body of Christ is like. And I want to look at uh, specifically some things here. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I may not even take the whole hour to, to go through because I just want some things to just rest on you today. I didn't say I was. I, don't get comfortable with that. I don't, I don't, don't get comfortable with that. 
Well, he said we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in it. No. No, I said, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm allowing Holy Spirit to use me. All right. How many of y'all want to hear from Holy Spirit today? Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I want to read, uh, I want to read down through, uh, let's, let's go back to where we were uh, last week. We just read down through a couple of things here. I want to, want to show you something. It says, um, it was talking about, um, I'm very, go where I am. Okay. <laughs> he was, he was, he was talking about, uh, members in, in the church who, who may not, um, have, uh, may not be seen, may appear as if they don't have a whole lot of input to the body of Christ. And at verse 22, it says, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22. All right. I want you all to listen to this. Verse 22. He says, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. What's God telling us? Don't judge people based upon how it seemed to be. He's saying those people are necessary. You know, we got people who want to judge people and say whether or not they're born again because of what seemed to be. 1st of all, you're not their judge. God is their judge. If they said they accept Jesus as their Lord, Jesus is their Lord. It's not for me to determine. It's for him to determine. And we don't know what they are responsible to do. We look at people and we think, based upon what we expect for them to do, they can't be a Christian. Based on our expectation of what they should be doing as a Christian. Now, did you give them the gift? Did you determine what the function of their responsibility is? in the body. And you look at a donkey and you figure, ain't no way in the world God could use a donkey to talk to me. He's an animal. He doesn't speak. He hee-haws. <laughs> but yet and still, when the prophet was doing what he should not have been doing. God used whatever he could use yeah. to get the prophet's attention. Yeah. And that was a donkey. And the donkey could see more than the prophet could. 
The donkey could see the angel in front of him and the prophet didn't even know the angel was there. He wanted to know why the donkey won't go forward and the donkey looking, hey, there's something up here in front of me. And you can't even see what's going on because you're blind. Although your eyes are open, but you're blind. What am I talking about? I'm talking about people in the body of Christ who think they know what's going on and they don't know what's going on at all. And most of them don't know what's going on because they're not getting close to God. They're not close enough to God to even see what's really happening. In the world, Christians can't see what's going on because they're not close enough to God. They're too close to the world. And when you're close to the world, you're blinded by the God of this world that prevents you from seeing the gospel of God. Oh, glory. Let's look and see what he says here in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 22. Said, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are what? They're what? Now, we may not know why they're necessary, but God says they're necessary. And if God says they're necessary, guess what? They're necessary. They are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. Oh, man. I just, I, you know, I, that's, you know, I got, you know, I, you know, there's some things about me, you know, I have to, I have to work with me, you understand? Because, you know, cussing Christians to me is not honorable. But I'm looking at this right here. And he said, look, <laughs> you know, I have to overlook the cuss. No, you, you, you understand what I'm saying, what I'm talking about here. You see, because I'm interested in people. Now, it, whatever that comes out of their mouth, they're going to have to answer for. But how I look at them, I'm going to have to answer for. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I do not have to answer for what comes out of their mouth. But I do have to answer by the way that I look at them and the way I treat them because of what comes out of their mouth. Woo! Are you hearing what I'm saying? My responsibility is to do what? Love them. That's my commandment. I'm commanded to love them in spite of what comes out of their mouth, in spite of how they look. My responsibility is to love them. And some of us 
We can't even get out of our own way so that we can love them. Because we're too busy being the judge, the jury, and the prosecutor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I heard this early on in when the Lord began to deal with me. Christians are the only ones that kill their own. The world, oh, you can't even come between them. They're going to back one another up no matter what. They may wrong as two left shoes. Y'all know that? <laughs> they going to back one another up. We love to destroy one another. And it just shows how much the adversary is in the church. Okay, let's, let's, let's get something else. Because when we talk about the body of Christ, we need to understand what God is looking for. God is looking for unity. My responsibility as a pastor is to minister to you until the unity of the body is evident. Hey, WAVA family. This is Pastor Jay, and thanks for tuning in to the broadcast. Before we end the show this morning, I want to take a minute to encourage you and your family at this time to always keep before you who you are and whose you are. Continue to believe God because he is your source and he'll see you through this season that we're in. Amen. I wanted to look back in today's message when Dr. Mills mentioned getting close to God. In this time of social distancing and shutdowns, it's imperative for the believer to make time to get close and stay close to God. We heard in today's message that when a believer is not close to God, they're close to the world, and being close to the world causes spiritual blindness. Being blind to spiritual things allows the fear of what's happening in the world today to become part of our makeup. Now you may say, hey Pastor Jay, what do you mean? I have to wear a mask and I have to social distance. Listen, I understand that, but that's not what I'm talking about. Let's take a look at Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 31 through 34 in the NLT translation. And it says, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. See, you guys, the wisdom of God is here for us to turn to and be anchored in during any dark moment that we face here on this earth, especially in times when we're worried, anxious, or fearful about life. And these things are what I was referring to when I mentioned being close to the world causes spiritual blindness that allows the fear of what's happening in the world today to become part of our makeup. We as believers are free from the power of worry, fear, and anxiety. Listen, you guys, God doesn't want us to feel stressed at all. He wants to help us deal with our concerns. Amen. 
Listen, you guys, God doesn't want us to feel stressed at all. He wants to help us deal with our concerns. Amen. In the time of crisis, the world responds with fear, which can lead to poor judgment, which is why you may have a little too much toilet paper at your house today. These times can cause people to feel helpless, have low self-esteem. Some may experience anger and even anger towards God, possibly causing them to reevaluate their relationship with God and experience a temporary loss of faith. We must know who we are and whose we are. That's why in our life, especially in these times, it's imperative that we get close to and stay close to God. Worry implies that we don't trust that God is big enough, that God is powerful enough or even loving enough to take care of what's happening in our lives. But I'm here to tell you that God is big enough and he loves us and he has given us access to his wisdom so that the things that torment the world don't creep in and become a part of how we operate. It's your right and you have the authority as a believer to get into the presence of God and be free from the worry fear, and the anxiety that these times can bring, which makes it easy to get away from the gospel of God, as my dad said in today's message. See, family, we must understand getting close to God is not some religious statement, but it can actually cause health to come to our bodies. Worrying and fear do not benefit you in any way, but it will hurt you in many ways. Worry and fear harms your physical health because it can contribute to high blood pressure and suppress your immune system. And we need that immune system, especially with what's going on now. As we get close and stay close to God, we'll trust God to deal with the things that worry us. Let's look at Jeremiah, the 17th chapter, verses 7 and 8 in the NLT. And it says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Listen, we have to put our confidence in God, not the news or social media. We must put our trust and hope in God. Amen. So it says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green. Come on, family. Our leaves should stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Amen. I want to never stop producing fruit. Just like we've been hearing on these morning broadcasts, we are gifts to the body of Christ. And just like we've learned today, we're all necessary. It's important for us to continue to produce fruit, even in these times. And the way that I'm going to continue to produce fruit is by getting close to God and staying close to God and trusting him in everything. We always have to remember that God wants the very best for us. And he is always with us and we can trust any worrisome situation to him and ask him to work it out in our favor. So remember Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8, and meditate on those words. Put them into practice. Speak it over yourselves and your loved ones, and put your name in that scripture. Blessed is Jerome who trusts in the Lord, and have made the Lord his hope and confidence. Jerome is like trees planted along a riverbank, with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Jerome's leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Amen. Well, thanks again for tuning into today's broadcast and I pray that you've gained some knowledge and understanding in our time together. 
If you'd like to give in support of this broadcast, visit our website at agapeembassy.org. We love you, and we'll see you next week. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m., and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202.